Good morning and welcome. Yeah, happy Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And, you know, it's Friday. It's been a long, long week. And we had to work all five days this week. Uh, put a couple fingers of Jack in the coffee. Why not make it a Jack Daniels Friday? We haven't done one of those uh, in a long, long time. I hope it finds you well out there. Our toll-free number, 800 9510592. I'm just going to say this. Get it? Well, you can. That's all I'm going to tell you. Get it? Well, you can. That's not a scare tactic. It's not a threat. It's reality. And, and, and any of you out there, if you've been anywhere at all, wow, are the shelves empty. It is incredible, uh, you know, going to like uh, the uh, the parts store. You know, uh, I was actually in an auto center the other day. Half of the batteries gone, just gone. Tires. I could not believe how many times I heard the clerk tell people, "Oh, that tire's out of stock." That tire's out of stock. Sorry, sorry, this tire's out of stock. Everything is out of stock. Uh, and, and it is going to continue. Uh, just throw throw spot prices out the window. I don't, you know, these guys, they, they want to, they, 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 they trade and pretend. We have a bubble. You know we have a bubble. I know we have a bubble. And the bubble will continue until it stops. And as we've told you, it will stop. When taper starts, or when taper's not coming at all, either one of those two. When that happens, then it's off to the races. Get it done beforehand, because here's here's the bad part. When it happens, you're not going to be able to get it, because right now, it is hard. I mean, hard to get. I I just was online uh, looking at uh, our, our the major the major online uh, gold and silver dealers. You know who they are. Out of stocks. Everywhere, uh, we've been around forever. We've been around twenty-five years. We got uh, offices in mo- multiple states. Uh, you'll notice today at allamericangold.com if on our shopping cart button the rounds we sold rounds yesterday. They're no longer available. You won't see them on our website. I won't sell you any. We are sold out. Silver, silver. It's funny. Silver is like twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. And I, I don't mean to laugh about it, but it, but it, it, it's, again, trading in make-believe, right? And the, why is silver down? Well, because the paper traders say, well, you know, the, the, the Fed's going to announce taper, which is in their way, uh, you know, in their mind, oh, well, that's tightening, right? That should mean a stronger dollar. It really doesn't mean that. It's really not tightening. Uh, but, okay, you want to play make-believe, and they, they trade accordingly, and it's, it won't last, and we don't have very much longer for it before it ends. 800-951-0592. Uh, I'm joined, as always, with my partner and the man that runs the whole Colorado mothership from radio station to gold company, Jason Walker. Jason, it's Friday. Good morning, brother. 
It is Friday. It's uh, I, I'm looking forward to Friday more and more each week. <laughs> yeah, I usually, whatever job I've worked when I was a process server or when I actually delivered pizza, I bought my house delivering pizza, which people are shocked by that, and I think at this point I am now, but I've always kind of enjoyed. I don't like working jobs or, or doing things that I don't, I don't enjoy. I don't know. I can't understand why people stay in a job that they, they don't like just for the money, but uh, man, I, I do like what I do here. And I was listening to you about the shortages, Joe. You know, Brian and I have it. We call it the good old days. These these little spots where gold and silver just kind of sit there, inexplicably. Well, because these markets aren't super huge, and they, and they can be controlled. And you better believe the big bankers, the big corporations, the big countries of the world, they buy it when it's sitting here like this. You know, if the price of the entire world's going up and gold and silver's not, you better believe the biggest of the big are buying it, Joe. And that's uh, this is why. You, you're well, buy, yeah, buying well, the that's dips. exactly what's happening. Yep, it's exactly what's happening. Everything's disappearing. It's crazy. I'm watching. Uh, when I, we were calling around, and and we have the largest wholesalers in the world at our disposal. The bullion banks at our disposal. I can't even. I don't even know how many secondary dealers at our disposal. Asking us if we have something to sell them. They're emailing, right, they're emailing me, <laughs> right, asking, so if Jason, no, Jason gets the email, he called me up yesterday, he goes, oh, does this happen all the time, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so anyway, we got a great show lined up for you today, uh, got all so many things to talk about, uh, but uh, I got to talk about this one in, in Texas. Because, you know, we're so focused uh, everywhere else. Uh, The Biden administration has told the FAA to ground any drones filming the Texas Bridge border crisis. Right? So how do you keep it out of the news? Don't let it get into... Right? This is like communist China and communist Russia type things. Uh, there, there, there's a mass. There's over ten thousand illegal immigrants sitting in this bridge in South Texas, and, and it's almost like if there, if the ocean was there, you would have thought it was spring break, right? Because they're they're everywhere. They got pop up tents. I mean, it's, it, you know, all, you get some barbecue grills, and they're just waiting. No, no, we want border patrol. Hey, whenever you're ready, we're right here. We're ready. We surrender. Yeah. I wonder how many of them got their COVID shots. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Why not? They they know. Right? The illegals know. Hey, wait a minute. We're going to get a check. Right? We'll probably qualify for unemployment benefits. It'll be great. You remember the good old days, Jason, when... You know, at least they would ha- like they'd have to try to run, right, yes. and, yes. and and evade the border patrol. And uh, no, 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 <laughs> they're waiting. Hey, we're right here, and and it's it's incredible. I mean, I just look, uh, trash is everywhere, and, and they're just and they keep coming. There was actually a picture before they, and, and I think this is why they they wanted to ban the drone flights. Uh, of the Rio Grande, and you can just see all the people. 
Yeah, Joe, uh, get, get the camera out of Tiananmen Square sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, just the lines of the pouring in through the border. But this is, again, slowly but surely. Right? We, it, it's fascism at, at its best here. Uh, you're, you're seeing, and again, this is what happens when you have weak leadership. Because, you know, let's face it, let's be honest, okay? We've got extreme elements on both sides. And, and, and again, I, I think it's really one side, but we'll call it both sides. we got extreme elements on the left. We've got extreme elements on the right. And you need these strong leaders to resist it. And the problem that we've had uh, over the last, say, 20 years, is more people have moved to the extremes, right? So now the the left, you know, they're not Bernie Sanders. Let's see, Bernie Sanders is a whack job. He's always been a whack job. He was kind of one of those, you know, the 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 guy that, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that dude from Vermont. He's crazy, right? You know, but okay. And he's got his little district there that keeps voting him in where all the other crazies. Uh, but he's just, you know, he's he's an outcast. They're not anymore. And you need a strong leader to resist the whack, the whack jobs out there. And we don't have it. Matter of fact, we're starting to see this. When we knew this was coming... Joe Biden's starting to lean into this thing, Jason. And and I, I'm just watching here, and, and nobody's talked about it because we've had, you know, the whole COVID thing, and then the Afghanistan thing. It, it, it is actually numbers like 200,000 of them in a month coming across. I mean, this is how big this thing is. And, and they've done a great job. Shh, nobody's saying anything because it'll... Because that that gets the right fired up, right, Jason? That's right. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's allowed to happen. It's cheap labor pouring over the border, or over over the border, and uh, they, this has been going on a long time. It's 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 just the the same old song with a different tune. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right about that, and it's just kind of funny now how how the rules of engagement have changed. The reason why so many of them are coming, well, simple now. I don't. It's you're not running away. You know, before, you know, you, you, you hoped you didn't get raped, murdered, or killed by by the coyotes that were bringing you across. And then once you got there, it was, it was kind of like uh, hide-and-go-seek or ghost in the graveyard when you were a little kid kicked yep. the can, right? You just, you got to run. That's right. right. Okay, you, this group, you guys run left, you go right, and you guys go up the middle. <laughs> They're going to catch one of you. Right, but the other two are going to be okay. Now they don't even have to run. It's like, it's like uh, the same principles as trench warfare. You get enough guys running, you can maybe beat those machine guns. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It kind of it kind of cheapens it a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's this guy, you know, at least before if they got it, you're like, hey man, how fast did you run? I mean, right. Well, they the whole thing is, they get the other it's guy? all silly, Joe. The, the border can be secured very easily. I think everyone oh, knows it's it. so easily. Listen, we can, we can secure the border in a day. All right, five days. Five days, that day would be completely secure. We don't want to. 
Uh, here's another one I got to bring it up because uh, we talked about the idiotic uh, energy policies. Okay, so we've got idiotic border policy. Yes, we've got idiotic military policy. Yep. Now we've got idiotic energy policy. <laughs> so the CEO of Chevron, he came out on Bloomberg, and he and he's he's upset. Because he's like, you know, gas prices don't have to be this high. They don't have to be this high. By the way, natural gas prices are through the roof. Europe's got a crisis brewing like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Energy prices, wait till you see what happens when the cold weather hits. You know, we were worried about $100 oil in the summer. We may have it in the winter. But he comes out on Bloomberg. And he says, listen, these elevated prices. And he was trying to be very politically correct. He said, yes, there's tightening supply. Of course, we know uh, Ida took out the refineries and, and, and storage levels are the lowest in two years and getting lower. But that was just recent. But he said, oil and gas companies are holding back on new drilling projects. And he goes, the math makes it feasible to drill. We could be opening up as we speak, right, more supply at any moment in time, but we're not. And he says, and neither is anybody else. And he said that the answer is government policies, efforts to constrain capital in the industry is the main reason why it's not happening, Jason. Yeah, I think it's more than that. <laughs> well, listen. He flat out says this is all the government. This is the no, Biden I, administration. I actually kind of I do agree with that. I agree deliberately with that. raising prices. I, we said to that bring t- forth this new green energy. A, cu- a couple of days ago, we talked about how uh, Saudi Arabia gave ten percent discounts on oil, but they didn't give it to America. They gave it to uh, China and India, and it makes me wonder, Joe, with this in- this inflation that we're hitting. Uh, the Saudi Arabia is like, look, we want to sell our U.S. treasuries too. We want to get rid of this worthless stuff. And uh, I th- why, why do I feel like a, a, a deal was struck? Hey, we'll pay more for your oil, and uh, you just keep those dollars there. <laughs> why do I feel like that's a big part of it, Joe? You know, and it's so it's so incredible uh, when you finally get uh, the CEO of you know. Let's let's face it. I mean, this is Chevron saying, "Hey, the government." And they're, you know, again, this this left-wing extremism with a weak leader. And he says that nobody, the big money, isn't pouring in to allow us to go invest in, in new supply. And, and right. we see it all the time. Harvard, we're not, you know, we're pulling all of our money out of big oil. We got all these these hedge funds. We won't invest in, in, in oil companies anymore. And he says this is a deliberate attempt, and it's going to work, and we are going to see That's even right. higher energy prices. Yeah, he's right. 
I mean, let's face it, Joe, if you're going to pay Saudi Arabia more money for oil, you can't have a bunch of people pulling it out of the ground here. So, yeah, it's deliberate. Right. That's right. right. You know, it's very simple. Hey, we can put, we can put, think about what Donald Trump did. Right? We, all of a sudden, we, we had never pumped so much oil. I mean, we, we could have if we wanted, and we didn't want to, by the way. But we could have been energy independent. But that would mean we wouldn't be buy, buying oil from Canada. We wouldn't be buying oil from Mexico. And, and the oil we buy from the Saudis, right? We don't want to make anybody upset. But now they're coming out and saying, hey, wait a minute. Nobody wants to lend us money. The banks. Even the banks. And, you know, let's face it. They only they only can get the money from a handful of these large. They don't want to loan it to them. What do you mean? Well, we and these oil companies. Let's face it; they've got great credit scores, right? Right. You know they're like right. what? <clears throat> but Joe, it's about how how who's holding the most dollars. You know, it's a Ponzi scheme, and I bet Saudi Arabia is holding a lot more of it than the, uh, the oil companies are. Well, that's you know. That, there you go. There, there's a good point there as well. You know, our good friends the Saudis because they had nothing to do with nine eleven either. Uh, but uh, it, it is truly, truly. I just think amazing now when you actually. And again, he was much more politically correct in how he said it. But make no mistake about it, he was making a point. Don't blame Chevron. Don't blame Exxon. When you are going to see oil prices continue to rise, prices at the pump are going to continue to rise because they're essentially, it's just like guns, right? Remember, they're, they're trying to shut out the gun manufacturers. The banks are trying to throw them out, trying to block. Same thing's happening in the oil industry as well. And then, of course, all of a sudden, right, because, you know, we know solar's not nearly as affordable, not even close. Well, but hey, you know what? If oil goes to a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a barrel, all of a sudden, maybe it, maybe, uh, maybe all of a sudden that alternative starts to look good. H- how about this one? This one, which really kind of blew my mind. This, this comes out of the shipping industry. We already know shipping rates on shipping containers is off the charts. They said that this is going to get much, much worse. The rates, not only can they go higher from here, they're going to go much higher from here. You get to a point where you've seen this in containers, where you hit a certain utilization rate, and then prices start to go parabolic. We're getting very close to that period. Let me update you why this is happening. Yesterday, yesterday, we had about 54 ships out of the port of Los Angeles. That number is now 68 ships this morning. Now think about these ships. They're like the size of football fields. Stacked as high as humanly possible with containers on them. 
And I'm just saying the port of L.A. I didn't even talk about Long Beach. I didn't talk about Oakland, right? You talk about right uh, all the other ports in the Carolinas and New Orleans and everywhere. Listen, he's there's no containers to be had. Fundamentally, we've got demand outstripping supply. That freight agreements now are going to be above twenty thousand. I think we did a story. It was either early this week, Jason, or late last week. It was only at ten thousand. Right. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> right. It's it's getting way more expensive, Joe. I uh, just for, to step back for a moment. That I think gas could be at five bucks a gallon by Thanksgiving, Joe. I really do. Well, listen. Let's and, and, and the, the shipping gonna, is the same. It's it's, it's going to be in California. It's going to be in Nevada. I was just talking. I was in Nevada. Nevada's over four dollars. Right. I mean, here in Arizona, we're three fifteen to three fifty, depending on where. So uh, I, I would imagine Colorado's probably just below three bucks. No, where we're at, or just below four. What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Th- I, I did mid grade the other day for three ninety nine. <laughs> Holy smoke! What's happened? Oh, by the way, when we get back, I'm going to talk about. The big shortage. We're not just talking about the regular containers. How about the containers that carry the food? That's coming up next. 800-951-0592. Jake with Jason Walker. We're talking, you know, there's two different types of containers. Well, there's probably more than two. But you've got the ones where, you know, you got your stuff in it. Right? You got your, you got your shirts and your hats and your... Uh, generators and your, you know, just the, the, the what, what things that we consume, uh, you know, at Dick Sporting Goods and things like that. Those those containers, twenty thousand. They were just ten thousand last week. Then you have what we call the commodity containers. Those are different. They're a different type. Uh, they're shipped on special ships. Uh, to give you an idea, 5 billion tons of commodities are shipped this way. We're talking things like steel, uh, coal, grain, right? You know, this is your soybeans and your corn and your iron ore, those types of commodities. And now they're saying that we're going to see major price increases in those. Uh, and, and the comments out of the shipping industry talking about bulk carrier rates does not see any significant reversal whatsoever. It actually said it may get even worse with just a very little demand growth. To just continue to build off of what we have seen, it's going to move higher and higher and higher. Saying higher highs, higher lows, uh, and warned, actually warned about the Biden infrastructure package. Saying that that is only going to make things worse, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you have 
anytime you either print money or raise taxes or do anything of that nature, it's just going to make it harder. You know, you let the market do what the market wants, and when the government gets involved, it makes it worse. You know, I want to bring this next article up because this is this article here is exactly what we're telling you about. Jason said it very quietly earlier in the program. You know, we we're talking about shortages, and we kind of laugh about spot price and all that stuff. And Jason said, hey, don't be fooled here. The big guys are all buying in now. They know. They already know. Joe, there's cor- not prepared. Joe, there's corporations that are trying to find places to if they, if it's a corporation that has money, they're, they're buying Bitcoin and gold now, some of these co- corporations that would never do this before. Yeah. It's always stock never. buybacks, right? Stock buybacks. Never. Stock buybacks in treasuries. That's all they would buy. And now uh, they're buying, like you said, hey, we're buying Bitcoin, we're buying gold. This comes out of the Perth Mint. So the Perth Mint, that's the Australian Mint. Uh, And when you think about mints around the world, the Perth Mint has really gained uh, in in, uh, not just acceptability, but they've become very good at it. Uh, A lot of the uh, platinum... And palladium, if you could find it, comes out of the Perth Mint. And they do a a huge amount of gold uh, and silver out of there. But the Perth Mint broke a record. And this, and I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, gold sales, silver sales? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Pre-tax profit record. They made over 50. million on over $26 billion in sales. That is, both of those are records for the 122-year history of the Perth Mint. And then they said that the Perth Mint has exported all of, you know, all of Australians' gold safely for more than a century, blah, blah, blah. But here's what was crazy. It's the third, they became the third largest exporter out of Australia in 2021, Jason. The the third largest exporter out of that country. You know, Australia provides all kinds of raw materials to China, so it's incredible uh, when you think about how much this is happening, and, and they're they're saying that unprecedented demand continues, uh, the Perth Mint has now become one of in, in, in the state of I guess Perth, if you will, they're one of the largest employers now, Jason. Yeah, the Australian government and Australian companies uh, have been in, uh, investing heavily in China. And with the, uh, the the economic stress that's starting to be happening in China, Australia is looking really, uh, really bad right now. If China goes, Australia's going with it really fast. And uh, yeah, Joe, they, they, it makes it makes a lot of sense that if they're doing a lot of business with China, that well, maybe their 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 gold and silver is uh, floating that direction. You know? Yeah, I think there's really big demand. Uh, you bring up a great point as we can, and and you brought this up. Uh, earlier in the week, and it's playing out uh, as we speak this week. It's China's second largest uh, property owner, Evergrande, uh, continues uh, to, well, it's already defaulted. It's missed the bond, the interest payments on the bonds. Uh, I kind of like China's uh, reaction to it. 
the the public has surrounded the corporate offices and and uh, the 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 CEOs. I guess the higher up, they can't even leave. Jason, well, they're, they're basically being held hostage in their office building. Uh, as people are wanting their money, you know. And there's a difference between how America handles a corporation like this failing and what uh, what China's doing. China's they're happy to let these corporations fail. Oh, and very happy. And when they let this one fail, it could be a contagion all across the world. I mean, it, it could be well, really big. Well, this one because so many of their bonds were dollar denominated. Right. Uh, so, so you're going to see uh, some of the shock waves play out. But this is going to again continue to drive this gold and silver demand. We already know, listen, China's already the largest. They consume so much more gold than anybody in the world, and this is going to make the problem even bigger. And then when you hear that the Perth Mint's the third largest exporter in the country, that just blows my mind. Right, yeah. <laughs> it it does, just blows my mind. It doesn't surprise me, Joe, because, uh, you know, Every country in the world seems to be uh, secretly trying to grab as much as they can. You know, when we get back, uh, we're, yeah, we're coming up on the break here. When we get back, uh, we got another silver item. Everybody is going out of stock, but here's the advantage. You know what? We've been around a long time. Uh, remember last week, I was getting ready to pull utility silver off the website. Then we had a, a huge amount walk through the door in Phoenix. Uh, we had. Not nearly the quantity, but we had someone walk through the door in Colorado. We're going to pass the savings on to you guys. That's coming up next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And in the last two minutes, I've got two great deals now. So yesterday afternoon, uh, Jason had some quarters walk in the door. Uh, I was looking online today, uh, JM Bullion, a lot of you guys know those as they have done. Uh, I was looking at Atmex. They've got some. They're way overpriced. Uh, silver is disappearing again. Nobody, listen, nobody except people that have to are selling silver at twenty two fifty. They're not doing there's no, no, all they're doing is buying all that they can. Remember, we told you last, I think it was last week, maybe it was two weeks ago, that the, the companies that supply the delivery bars to the London Exchange, to the COMEX, have been buying them back. Because they like, we've got other deliveries that we can't meet. Hey, we'll buy back that. So we sold it to you at twenty six or twenty seven. We're going to buy it back at twenty two fifty, and then we're going to remake it into what the people want. Uh, we are talking about junk silver. Jason had some silver walk through the door. Everybody's out of stock. I told you the bullion bank yesterday. They have the bullion bank has no silver whatsoever. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, rounds. We sold rounds yesterday. We sold out of what we had. I don't even have them on the shopping cart anymore. I can't get them. I've got a hundred rolls of quarters. They're two hundred dollars a roll. That's that already makes me the cheapest. But I don't care. Buy ten rolls or more, a hundred and ninety-five bucks a roll. 
which puts you below cost at 800-951-0592. On the gold side, during the break, I got an email, and I got a great opportunity here as well. These are on the $5 liberties. So these are the quarter ounce, that fractional gold. I've got 200. These are going to be XF. So these are really nice. This is the one grade below AU. Usually what separates an XF from an AU, and Jason will tell you this as well, these coins are really nice. Yep. But they tend to have what I call bag dust on it. Right, so they don't have the the AUs kind of got that real shine to them. The the XFs they're really super nice, but but they they were they were in the middle of the bag and they were sitting in bags for a long time. So they've got like I call it like a film, like I, I call it bag dust, Jason. Uh, but these things are drop dead gorgeous. Here's what's incredible. This is. A higher quality than we normally sell it for. Right now, our regular five, our circulated five dollar Liberty is five ninety, and we, you guys know, we carry nice stuff. Five seventy five, Jason for for yep. XF fives, and and here's what he's telling me. He goes, these coins are really, really great. Says he's got a a good mix of dates as well, so you'll get a, a bunch if you order a bunch of them. We'll spread it out. We'll get you a bunch of dates. Uh, very, His exact words to me were these are solid XF coins. So you're going to be really happy with them. So we got two great items for you. Uh, fractional $5 Liberty Gold pieces, $575. And then, of course, the quarters, the, the utility quarters, uh, $200 a roll by 10 or more, $195. If something doesn't change in the next week or two, we may be looking at the same situation when the pandemic first started and there was no silver at all available. Uh, Right now, uh, the main suppliers in the silver market are out. A lot of, of dealers are out. Uh, You got a deal in the secondary markets to find anything, and that just means premium go higher. But I was even hearing today, even the secondary market is starting to have supply issues. Uh, And it all has to do with the idiotic spot price, Jason, all of it. Well, and you just mentioned earlier about the freight for consumable items and then commodities are slowing down. So... That's what we sell. We sell commodities, so silver's not moving around like it should. It's not being, you know, not not, not only is, is the supply being bought up and hard to find, but it's also just just like everything else right now. It's being hard and harder and harder to just get it moved around and where it needs to go. Yeah, you slow. You know, you that's slow, a great point. If you slow it down, the price goes up. That's just how it works. Price goes up. You see the out of stocks uh, and, and delivery times. Even for us, as you know, we try to get it out as fast as possible. Just a little slower, and now on silver, a lot slower. 800 592 We still got two lines open. Let's go. Get it put away. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, got Connie. Connie, uh, she's just fitting in really well. Connie uh, re- replaced Brooke. 
she she's she's learning so just tell her what to do you guys know what to do we have so many repeat customers uh it, it's just amazing i know jason you see them all the time up there yep uh so so if uh if you're with connie just walk her through it but she's doing a great she is super smart so uh she probably i she probably doesn't even need your help anymore arlene is here Brittany's off Brittany won't be back till wednesday uh but uh we're, we are ready to rock and roll here we still got a couple of phone lines open and and again i mean it i've been doing this for what almost 20 years we've been in business 25 years the pandemic, you could kind of understand the shortage, but but now th- th- this is way more than that. Just remember, uh, and I'll use the Perth Mint as a great example. They've never made more money. They've never sold so much stuff. So this is really simply put: demand is kicking supplies' ass. Uh, there, there is an article, and I didn't. I, I wanted to get to it this week. I'll try to get to it next week because you know we only we only got an hour a day, where uh, people are starting to once again. And we heard this, you know, early on last year with Wall Street bets and all of, all of that. But uh, talking about the supply of silver getting to that level again. Uh, where the physical demand is going to completely overwhelm the supply. Uh, And and there's been talk of that for a while, Jason. I don't know. Uh, I know what I'm seeing coming out of the mine supply. It certainly seems like this market, uh, even though the spot market isn't acting that way, very close to breaking. Silver is a lot like copper in the fact that being an industrial metal, uh, nobody that, that, that works with it wants the price to go up. And I think we've been in short silver supply for a couple of years, definitely COVID. But before, even before COVID, I think it was, it was getting more scarce. And, uh, Joe, they don't want this price to go up because a lot of companies, you know, we already got inflation, and now what, you know, the commodities are disappearing. So it's, at some point you can't, you can't keep it down. At some point there's, there's, there's inherent laws of supply and demand and it will it'll go where it's supposed to go, Joe. Yeah, and it, it, it always does, and it always will. Uh, it, and and right now it is what it is. Uh, there's uh, people out here now saying that the the silver consumption seven ounces of silver coming out of the ground right now for every ounce of gold. So that just tells you that the silver market has definitely been hit. Uh, as far as supply goes, I don't know. And, and again, you, this is one guy saying that this is what the mine supply in silver has been doing. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I know this. I don't think that many silver miners are too anxious to get silver out of the ground at $22.50, Jason. I really No, don't. no. And if you look at gold, silver, and copper, they've, they've, they've trended very close to each other in the last two years. Uh, spiking up in 2000 and then sort of kind of coming back in 2021, and it makes me it makes me just wonder, Joe, as we're leaving the show here. You see, you see, uh, you see China imploding 15 buildings at once on this picture I saw. There's a lot of metals you can get out of it. No one's living in the buildings, and there's no use. <laughs> there's a lot of commodities in there, Joe. 
Recycle. Hey, the, it may be worth more that way. Who knows? Pizza Radio News Hour. What a great week. 